0: To date, my students have got to ask questions directly to analysts and data scientists from Amazon, Apple, and Google. They've even got to talk directly to CEOs, CMOs, and presidents of companies who have been former clients of mine to get insights on how senior managers use data to drive their business decisions. If you're interested in becoming one of my students, check the links in the description down below. I'm currently offering two programs. One is a one-month career services program, and the other is an analytics apprenticeship program associated with Greensboro College. In both of those programs, we take a three-tiered hybrid approach. So you'll have access to pre-recorded asynchronous lectures, live group lectures in a cohort setting, and one-on-one coaching with experts in the analytics space. Hello and welcome to the How to Get an Analytics Shop podcast. In this podcast, we talk to experts in and around the analytics industry. One week, we may talk to a data scientist from a FANG tech company. Then the next week, we may talk to a data engineer or business analyst, or even I may pull one of my consulting clients so you get to hear from an executive on how they use data to drive business decisions day in and day out. My name is John David Arianson, and I'm the founder of Silvertone Analytics, which is a boutique consulting agency that focuses on analytics for medium to small-sized businesses. I'm also a professor at Greensboro College, where I teach analytics. Most recently, I have founded the Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program, which melds these two job functions together. This is your opportunity to work directly with me and one of my clients. The Greensboro College Analytics Apprenticeship Program is a three-month program. In the first month, you're going to be completing the Analytics Foundation Certification backed by Greensboro College. Then in month two, you're going to be taking that knowledge base that you developed in month one and applying it out in the field where you're going to be working with one of my client's executive teams where you're going to be solving a business problem using data and analytics tools. Then in the third month, we're going to bring it all together with a full month of career services. Now, this is going to be quite a bit different than the typical career services at a university or a college. Here, I'm going to help you build a professional brand around where you are as an analyst so in the first month you have worked with a ton of different data sets we're going to take the data sets that really resonate with you to help you hone in on your ideal entry-level job we're going to build a tableau public portfolio around that area of expertise we're going to razor focus your resume and linkedin and i'm also going to coach you on how to talk about yourself in an interview setting so if you're ready to break into the analytics space head over to Apprenticeship, And there you can learn more about the program and if you're interested, you can apply. With all that being said, let's start the podcast episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the channel. So today in this Tactical Thursday episode, we're going to be talking all about Power BI and how mastering this specific tool can help grow your analytics career. We're going to break down the five major functions of Power BI Then I'm gonna kick things off to Daniel here to talk about the pros and the cons of the interface. So the five major functions really break down into two sections. So you have things that you can do with the data and then ways that you can share the data. So the first four are preparing, modeling, analyzing, and visualizing data. The fifth is Power BI service. So think about you can do all these things, you can connect to multiple data sources, you can transform the data, you can pull it into a dashboard, and you can throw some advanced analytics on that dashboard. Then Power BI service is how you can share it with other people within your organization. So kind of the the key takeaway that I want to pitch for you guys is that Power BI is a great way to democratize data. So you can build a dashboard for non-technical users. So if someone can click a mouse and just select a bar and then filter another chart, then they are tech savvy enough to use your analytics infrastructure that you've designed on Power BI. So now I'm gonna kick things off to Daniel to talk about what are the pros and the cons of Power BI. And I guess you're probably gonna talk about Tableau because that's the two different tools that you and I are using.
1: Sure, yes, and... uh, You know, Tableau is is Power BI's biggest competitor, vice versa. So so I'll definitely do just a compare and contrast um, on each of these five um, processes here. So when it comes to preparing the data, uh, Power BI has the Power Query Editor actually built into the Power BI program. And I think that's a, a key benefit that it has over Tableau's offering because if you want to do any major transformations to the data, you have to install Tableau Prep Builder, And this is a big challenge if you do not have the money to buy Tableau Desktop because you could um, instead just use Tableau Public for free. Okay, so what that means is you'll have to do a lot of the data transformation outside, perhaps in Excel um, that also has the Power um, Query Editor, but, you know, there's all those challenges you must go through. Uh, One advantage I really like about the Power BI uh, Power Query Editor is that you can do a lot of the features that you would do when you're transforming data in Excel without having to alter, the, say, the Excel spreadsheet you're connecting to. Uh, You can't actually edit the cell directly, but you can remove rows, which is kind of nice, and that's kind of hard to do even in Tableau Prep. Um, both of them do leave a nice trail of breadcrumbs, though, in the data preparation process, which is key uh, when you're uh, used to working in a low-code or no-code environment and you just want to go through that way.
0: Awesome. And there was one specific use case. We actually talked about this yesterday mm-hmm. while I was on campus at HPU. Um, what was the, the use case you were talking about? You were You had a stacked bar chart and you were having a hard time storying how those were stacked within Power BI? mm
1: mm-hmm. uh, so, so that is in the visualizing data stage there. Mm-hmm. So in that process, I would say that it's more intuitive uh, for most people to do Tableau desktop when it comes to data visualization. It's very, the drag and drop features I think are a little bit easier to use. There's less on the screen, so it's a little less intimidating. Uh, but I'm biased. I I got good at Tableau first, and then I got better Excel, and then I reapproached Power BI. So it's a different path that I'm mm-hmm. going on. So if you're really good at Excel, then perhaps Power BI is not that big of a learning curve for you, especially if you work with pivot tables a lot. But when it comes to the uh, the visualization, uh, it was it's kind of weird that like some common features like that Tableau has like sorting stacked bars is not exactly easy to do in Power BI. And you actually have to, depending on the type of visualization you do, you might actually have to build a custom sort into your model right. and then sort so that you, ha- way. you have to break it to be able
0: to, You kind of like you're hacking. The you do have to hack this. it sometimes right.
1: to do things that you would think would be easy to do. Um, And that would be kind of one of the the first interesting disadvantages I saw with the Power BI as opposed to the Tableau desktop. Because I actually get asked about this all the time. I was in a client call yesterday Mm -hmm. with the CFO
0: where he was – we've been working on Tableau for about a year and a half now. And they are moving their – I think it's their ERP system to something hosted by Microsoft. Mm -hmm. And I think they either have a discount or Power BI is like baked into that infrastructure, and he was asking me, well, what are the pros and cons of Tableau versus Power BI? And I've almost kind of got like my my sentiment locked and loaded on this. So what I almost always say is that Tableau is a data visualization software with data modeling tacked on top, and Power Power BI is the opposite, where it's a data modeling software with some data visualization tacked on top. So that kind of, I think, illustrates the strengths and the weaknesses of these two specific tools. So if you are you know wanting to get into deep into visualization, I would go with Power BI or Tableau. But if you have a bunch of different data sources you're working with and you need to transform them and clean up the data, Power BI is probably your best bet. Mm-hmm. That being said, I have heard of quite a few organizations who use both. Mm-hmm. They use Power BI for the simple reporting and then if they want to do a deep dive analysis, they bring in Tableau.
1: Yeah. So. It's kind of one of those situations where Ford needed Chevrolet and Chevrolet needed Ford <laughs> I think they're both products right. are getting better because of the competition and I'd say that the the relative advantages and disadvantages those are kind of melding away as the products improve like so Tableau desktop just pulled out a new data model mm. and what's really cool about theirs is they've got these things they call them relationships but the the vernacular term is, is um noodles oh wow! okay so because there's these little noodles that connect tables Mm -hmm. to another and it automatically kind of guesses the common field that you should join on and then when you're doing visualizations it'll actually detect the type of join that is most appropriate for that and so for someone who doesn't really understand data modeling you can get busy connecting lots of different sources very easily in tableau desktop no, that's awesome. But from a more traditional data modeling standpoint, you know, Power BI's data model looks a lot more like an entity relationship diagram that you would see for a database. And so you can actually see the tables connecting. You can see if it's a one-to-many or a many-to-many connection. And then you can see like the actual fields in all the tables. Um, so there's lots of cool... Um, Sweet. Advantages and disadvantages depends on what you're into, really. Yeah. Well, I
0: think we've given the audience here quite a bit to talk about because this may be something that comes up in your interview. You know, what tools do you use? What are the strengths and the weaknesses? How do you use them from a tactical standpoint? So, uh, you know, maybe go back and listen to this episode again and really kind of um, digest all that we've thrown at you. Make sure that you subscribe and ring the bell for notifications, and we'll see you guys in the upcoming video. Hey, I hope you really enjoyed this episode. One thing that could hugely help us out is if you just took 30 seconds and left us a review with a little blurb about what you learned. Thank you so much for your time and attention, and I hope you enjoy the rest of your day.